Welcome back to the Mail-In Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Shivery, coming to you live from the Early Bird CBD studio in Austin, Texas, on a very hot, what's today, Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon. I'm joined by Sally Young. Sally, what's going on? I have a couple things to say. Oh, wow. That I actually didn't talk about in our, our pre-show little chat you because I wanted it. y'all to be surprised. You saved it for everybody. Number one, I have a raging headache. So if you hear me drinking water, I'm trying to hydrate because I feel like this headache is from dehydration. You have a bad headache. My back is absolutely killing me. I think we need to hydrate up. So if there's slurping in the background of this episode, that's why. Two, I just witnessed on the way here a car wreck in my apartment garage building and it was so uncomfortable. So let me explain. So like if you come in on the top floor of our apartment building garage and then you go down towards the basement for additional parking, right? So Mm -hmm. I'm parked on the top floor and where I'm parked is kind of a ramp down to the lower level. Okay. A scion is going down to go to the lower level. A truck is coming up to come up, get out of the apartment. There's a, there's a pretty tight corner. Okay. The truck is giant. I think it's like a Ram something. And I all of a sudden hear this huge, huge crunch. And I'm like, oh, God, one of these cars hit the other. And it looked like the Scion had hit the truck. But what actually had happened was the Scion was trying to not hit the truck and ended up sideswiping oh. like one of the pillars where the turn was. And it got so awkward because it like just crunched the whole side of his passenger side and of his once car. you get it going they're just there's you can't like back right. out of well it what happened is he he crunched like a good 12 inches then he stopped then he backed up oh. and the truck was sitting there like okay well i'm not responsible for this so the truck continued to drive off and then the scion pulled forward without crunching his car and then went downstairs it was uncomfortable there was like three other people around too and we we're oh, all like no. ooh. Yeah, I thought you were going to say the Scion guy tried to get out and blame it on truck guy. No, I thought that was going to happen. But they okay. But they, that's not what they owned responsibility for it for their oh. own mistake. But you know they were trying to avoid hitting the truck. I it's all around bad situation. That's for that such dude. an expensive mistake. It sucks. That does suck. It sucks when you wreck your car and it's your fault. Yeah. You know you're like back into something. You're just like I didn't need that thousand dollar mistake today. When I had my Cher- my Grand Cherokee, I I was backing out of a spot. And the you know in front of there are elevators that go to um, the garage area, mm-hmm. and to protect the elevators there are these stone pillars mm-hmm. right in front, so you can't like you know drive straight into the elevator and hurt somebody. But they're like short; they're like three and a half feet tall. Uh-huh. So I was backing up and I didn't see him out of my rear my yep. and I I didn't have a backup camera, mm-hmm. and uh, I jacked up my car doing that. That yeah, sucks. It sucks. R.I.P. Sign. Oh, you had something else. You said you had two things. Well, I was just talking about my headache. Oh, okay. Oh, last thing. Outside of Early Bird Studios, they have been building a house. Right across the street. Every time, every week, because I don't see it as often as y'all do, so the progress is getting better and better. That house is a monster. These people are about to have the dopest house. First of all, okay. it overlooks the green belt but, in Austin, and it's enormous. It's too big for the lot. It's definitely too big for the lot. They're encroaching like on the other houses and next to it. And if you compare it. it to the other houses on the street, it's... Uh, it's like right on top of the street. The other houses are set back a good, I don't know, 50, 60 Well, but the feet. reason they did that is so they can have a giant backyard overlooking the green belt. I, I get it, but there's usually like um, places you're not able to build on a lot because of stuff like that. Like you want, you want the houses to be pretty uniform. I have a feeling that, well, zoning laws in Austin just changed too, mm-hmm. but I have a feeling 
that a lot of the houses on the street are going to start getting bought up. Oh, this is going to be a, a tear down neighborhood. Yeah, for sure. Not that the houses on the street aren't nice. They're just like from the seventies. Um, producer Dave's here, by the way. What's up, Dave? Sorry. Y'all couldn't hear it cause I had, um, y'all don't have headphones, but I let the beat ride for a long time. And then Sally started talking about the wreck and I thought it was going to get real serious. So I stopped it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that. I like that. I a thought little. maybe somebody was going to die. Nobody died though. So cool. Yeah. And just the learning, science. You're learning door. new producer tricks over there. Yeah. Really not much of a trick. Just kind of a, a little, a little curveball a little flavor to it i don't i don't hate it sure um let's get down to business the hotline number 888-362-MAIL that's 888-362-6245 you can also write in if you'd prefer there's a link in the twitter bio and that's at mail and podcast we have six questions today one of which is a voicemail so dave hope you brought your reading glasses again uh y'all ready i'm ready let me get my reading glasses all right squad my girlfriend and I were able to take advantage of a really cheap flight deal and are coming to Austin second weekend of August. And yes, we know it'll be effing hot. That's all anyone wants to tell us when we mention we're going. What's your best survival guide on how to handle the heat while still getting out and seeing the town and the surrounding area? Any specific things we should do while we're here and any tips not to die of heat stroke? Luckily, the hotel has a rooftop pool, but we don't want to sit there for three days. Hope to see you guys out on Rainy Street. Thanks for the advice. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to um, pile on here, but you picked the absolute hottest time of the year in Texas. Um, it's going to be extremely hot, and it's going to be extremely humid as well. Look, Austin is a great city. I love, I love everything about it, but in the summertime, it's hell on earth. You can't really enjoy the outside at all. It's absolutely brutal. Um, wow, welcome to Austin. You got to sell it a little more, Dylan. It's a hot everywhere. I'm not trying to sell. No. People, okay. This, the thing about Austin is it may be hot here, but at least it's not hot like in where like a city like New York where you can just like smell trash and shit like while it's like cooking. That's true. Okay. But it's also so, much more humid here than it is in New York. Right side. Okay. Right. I think it is. Here's my suggestion to them. First of all, welcome. I would love to take you out, but I won't be here. So sorry. No, Second of all. What? You wouldn't love to take strangers out. Yeah, I probably wouldn't. I probably would cancel on you last minute because I'm flaky like that. Uh, Okay, Austin has a couple pools or natural springs. You should do that. Barton Springs and Deep Eddy are both like very, very Austin staples that are great. They get packed in the summer. So like go early. Don't do Deep Eddy. Do Barton Springs. Yeah, do Barton Springs. I mean, Deep Eddy is a a pool. It's a swimming pool. They don't let you bring booze in. You can go to Pool Burger next door. Have like a little tiki drink. Okay. Um, didn't one there. of y'all write like a Austin guide? I think it's on the Patreon. Yeah. I think we put up. Oh, yeah, we did. Uh, we put a big list of recommendations. Check it on the Patreon. Check it on the Patreon. Other things if you, you don't can have do. the access to that, Dylan will send it to you. Sure. I'm putting that on him. It's his Thanks. fucking show. Thanks, Dave. Or just join Martin Patreon. Springs is an absolute must. Uh huh. But get there early because it'll get packed on the Saturday. But if y'all like come in on a Friday, like do it on Friday. Because not as many people will be there because they'll be at work. Yeah, it fills up about 1 o'clock on Friday. It's yeah. not bad before then at all. Uh, cool down with a margarita at any of our Mexican food restaurants. Any of them. Uh, I would say, unfortunately, it's not like you're going to be like bopping around outside a lot from like the hours of 10 to 4. Probably the worst hours yep, of the don't day. Do it. Uh, 
so find somewhere inside with AC, which is pretty much everywhere in Austin. Uh, I mean, I guess you could technically sit outside somewhere if you were in the shade with like a fan on you. Rainy Street is probably fine for that. I don't know. I mean, Rainy Street has um, like a bunch of covered patios and, and yeah. you can go indoors too, but you're still going to be walking from bar to bar in the heat. Yeah. It's fine if you're not out there for too long. You can still manage, but you're going to be a sweaty mess at the end of the day. And you're going to want to go back to your hotel to shower and change before dinner. The good news is no one is, no, even the people who've lived here their entire lives, they don't get used to the heat. Right. Everybody exactly. who's out on rainy, they're all sweaty mess. I've been here all my life and I still, it's still totally unbearable yeah. to me. You just have to accept the fact that when you, when you leave the hotel, you're going to be sweating for hours on end. That's Here's just what part of the they're deal. not going to do gonna though. Be sticky and sweaty. Here are a, a unsolicited but solicited recommendation. If you're a museum person, Austin has Blanton Art Museum. It's pretty cool. And also, if you're a history buff, go to the Bob Bullock. The, the Texas Good State Luke. History yeah, Museum. Yeah, it is cool. Okay? It is Don't cool. Don't make fun of me. We like we were trying to rack our heads for ideas to take people recently, and we were like, I mean, we could just go to the Blanton, which is a cool art museum if you're like, I cannot be at a pool anymore, and I need to be in somewhere in AC. But here's what you're not going to do. You're not going to go walk up and down South Congress like some tourist idiot because it's not going to be that fun and there's not that many th- places to look at. Just if you're going to go to the restaurant on South Congress, just go there. But don't walk around. It's going to be too hot. It's so hot. But if you're going to go to South Congress, go to June's Perla's South Congress Hotel, Hotel San Jose for a froze. Mm. But I just... They mm. also have a little pool. There you yeah, go. they got a pool. Do a little froze action. Austin Motel slash Joanne's has a pool. Yeah, That's they were doing fun. their... Uh, Late night swim, full moon swim. But also. pick one place on South Congress and stick to it and then leave. Don't be walking around. It's so hot and there's so many yeah. people. The Perla's patio is dope. It's but very shaded. They've got least, a really yeah. cool tree. Yeah. At least on Rainy water. as opposed to South Congress, Rainy has, uh, some, it's shaded for it's a It's shadier. Lot of it. yeah. South Congress is not shady. And it something about the way it is just makes it feel like the heat is really unbearable. you're just walking on, on pavements. And, and a lot of times you're walking uphill. Depending on which way you're walking. Yeah. So that's my only like hard no. But well, when the sun goes down, do whatever you want. Go go everywhere. Wander around. Yeah. Go Austin's, to Woodrow's. Austin's a cool city. Yeah, you might you might run into me and David Woodrow's. I've been to Woodrow's in a minute. Shit. You want to go on August? When's this guy coming? He said second weekend. Second weekend of August. Mm, I'll need some more information and that's coming i might up. actually be here second weekend of august just fyi so okay. you take me out for a drink <laughs> okay <laughs> uh let's do the next one dave kings and queen i write to you seeking advice sally's may be most vital mainly because of her job i recently went on a date with a lovely lady i matched with on hinge we hit it off amazingly second date comes around which goes very well and i spend the evening there hmm Two weeks later, communication between us barely exists. I'll have you know she is in her first month of residency, and we have opposite schedules now. She was also also not the best texter from the start. Is she not interested, and should I sign off on this chapter, or should I be patient? Huh. Get it? Mm -hmm. Because after all, she has a demanding career, and there could be something there. Love you guys. Bye. Um, I'll let you get to this Sally, but, um, typically I would say that she's not into you. Um, set, you said the first date went well, second date went well, and then you stayed over. And then that's after that is when things went uh, a little awry. Um, perhaps 
you messed up when you stayed over. Something happened. Maybe you guys hooked up and she didn't. She wasn't into it. I don't know. May have wet the bed. Maybe you wet the bed. Uh, maybe you have. Maybe you snore really loud. I don't know mm. what happened there. Um, but I don't. Re- because of her career and the, I know residency, it's pretty demanding schedule wise. Sally, take it over from here. Okay, so I tend to agree with you about this. <laughs> about like the messages we get being like, we had two dates, now we're not talking what gives. And I'm kind of like, eh, don't make excuses for this person. Like they clearly aren't at that end to you. You got to move on. But yes. here's the caveat with this one. I'm more inclined to say that you need to probably be patient if you're really into her. Because if she just started residency, which residents, new residents start in July, July 1st, like that's across the board everywhere. She's probably having like the shittiest month of her life because it is like really anxiety producing. You're working a shitload of hours. You're being like basically treated like a pledge for for like years. But especially the first couple of months is so there's so much anxiety and just like exhaustion and a whole slew of emotions. I don't even want to go back to that. I'm still living. So um if she's even like given you a hint of communicating with her, like has said anything back to you, then I would think maybe be patient, reach out to her, be like, Hey, I know that you're really busy and you know, in your first month of residency, but I'd love to like bring you a glass, like bring you a bottle of wine, have a glass with you or like make it really convenient for her because she probably is like so stressed out of her mind. A gift basket, a gift basket, bring her a pizza and some wine and like, let her just like chill. If like y'all are close enough for that, but she'll probably really appreciate that. Um, I don't want to totally rule out the fact that she might just have moved on. Yep. That's definitely a possibility, but you have to feel it out more. Yeah. If she's talking to you, if she's giving you anything, then I would still pursue her. Cause she probably, I mean, I was a horrible person and I was in a stable relationship. So I can't imagine what I would be like if I was trying to start something new with somebody. Yeah. And you can frame the conversation, uh, kind of get creative with it to kind of like figure out if she's into you without directly just saying like, Hey, did, did I do something wrong? You're not into right. me anymore. You, you can like just be like, Hey, I know you're busy. Um, if you wouldn't mind, like you said, if, if, if you have, a, you know, even an hour to hang out, I would love to come over and, yeah, you know, say hi or whatever. Um, same page. Yeah. Um, Did you know, this is actually not a true fact, but July, (laughs) but it's like an observed fact. July is one of the worst months. It is the worst month to go to the hospital if you are going to go to a teaching hospital. Because of residency? Because brand new residents start, then new fellows, which is like a step up from a resident. Okay. And then brand new attendings, which are like the high, so new people across the board. That everywhere. sounds like the best time to go because all the fellows are there. <laughs> squat up <laughs> on Saturday, maybe. So oh, yeah. we always used to joke like the July. It, it's just a rough month. You're, you're going to be fine because it's a teaching hospital. And there's like a million people around, but did may, not know that there might be some mistakes. There might be, you know, I don't know. How long syringe in your butt? No. How long are you a, a resident for? It depends on what you're doing. Okay. So a couple of years, like, it depends. I I have a friend who's in residency right now for anesthesia who's in a four-year residency. So it's like going to med school all over again, but you're working. Oh, damn. I don't know how you And you're do still, it. like, studying and, like, taking, like, going to lectures and all that stuff. I don't know how y'all do it. Yeah, and 
you're not getting paid. I mean, you're you're getting paid, but it's very measly, and you right. already are in like very phenomenal debt. How long do you got to go through all that stuff until like the real money starts coming in? As a doctor, or as what I'm doing. As a doctor, let's say. As a doctor, let's say you're four years be, of med school. Let's say you're gonna be a neurosurgeon. Oh, it's Damn. really long time. So four years of med school, then you've got to do a surgery residency, and then you probably need to do a fellowship in neurosurgery. I mean, it's like I have years a friend from high years. school who's doing that. He's a year younger than I am. I don't know. At what I'm stage probably he's at right now. Probably twelve years total. I could be wrong. I don't take that. Oof. But like, but then you're most banking. people's training. With medical school and residency, things like that is up to like 10 years. Like our ICU doctors did um, four years of medical school, four years of residency, three years of fellowship. So. I can tell you this. If Dylan or I pull up to the hospital and have to get some treatment and they like have to cut off our like bottoms, they're going to see our dope ass underwear, our me undies underwear. <laughs> Our I knew pineapples. exactly where you were going with this, and I couldn't hold it in. They're going to see these well, pineapples be like, oh, dude, this dude parties. Like, oh, this guy's got undies on. He's got undies. He's comfortable. Let's take extra good care of him. Yeah, He's let's hope this. He's to be taken seriously because he respects himself. Maybe give him an extra drip of morphine if that's a thing that people still do. It's not a thing people are doing anymore. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, undies. What, what haven't we said about it? They've got everything. The summer theme prints. I'm wearing some right now. I, I checked earlier. I am too. Mine are not the the summer prints though. Mine are just just black. <laughs> are you serious? I'm just murdered out underneath these trunks right now. You want to know a secret? Sure. I'm wearing the black ones too. I made all that shit up. <laughs> you lying? Did y'all get yeah. a summer print like onesie? I feel like we have one at our house. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh what, yeah. What's the print on that? Um, I think mine's oh. mermaids. Okay, Will got a mermaid one, and we got invited to a a tiki themed party. Do you think I can wear a mermaid onesie? Is that Tiki enough? Uh, you know what? It doesn't matter because MeUndies is always in style. I'm going to wear it. Oh, hell there yeah. It is. <laughs> Fucking Sally over here. Uh, yeah, dude. We got They got the onesies. They got all sorts of stuff. I love it. Go to mail-in, or I'm sorry, MeUndies.com slash mail-in. You can get 15% off your first pair. That includes free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee. MeUndies.com slash mail-in. Check it out. They're good. They've been a great sponsor for us uh, across the board. Um, it's that cotton. It's it's three times. It's three times softer than normal. It's not cotton. Three times softer than cotton. It's micromodal, Dave. You got to think that these like nurses and doctors are gonna like cut off. You know, they're gonna be like, dude, this dude's they way too comfortable. To, are you going? Yeah. You're going to steal your shit. They might steal your shit. You're going back to the emergency room. Yeah, scenario. yeah. I can't get off of this. Yeah, I, I got you. <laughs> We're in the triage right now, if that's a thing. Oh, hey, man. and also you can now match with your pup. We're a we're a dog friendly podcast here. They got buddy bands available in the same print and. How cool was that? I got to get Randy in on this. Do you and Alyssa do couples matching ones? That's proprietary. No, I no, we really don't. Okay. Do you, do y'all? Well, no, I haven't been sent anything from MeUndies yet. So. Oh damn! Oh poor Sally. Well, tell I me, know. Mr. Well, I'm, Undy. I'm needs gonna to put on the male onesie, the mermaid one, and then we'll match that way. Okay, tight. I pretty much Will brought that home, and I was like, "That's mine. You're not wearing it." I have not put mine on yet because it's just hella warm. Well, but that's why you crank your AC down to like 62, really up that, that bill. Just to get yeah. the onesie on? <laughs> and then you put the onesie on. That's how dedicated I am God. to the cause. Love it. Hey, you want to get a voicemail off real quick? Theundies.com slash mail in. Let's get a VM off. Hey, Dorn, 
Sally, Dave, Lily. Uh, big fan of the pod. Keep doing what you're doing. Anyways, so I was on the course with my girlfriend's family. They do this really cool event called Nine and Dine, where you do a front nine of the golf course uh, at the country club they're at, and then you get to eat dinner afterwards. Real cool event. Um, I'm a college soccer player. Uh, don't really have a whole lot of experience with golf. Um, and I was pretty trash, as you can imagine. I don't know if I was as bad as Will, but, you know, stuff happens. So, anyways, was just wondering, uh, as I become an adult and will find myself on a golf course with more frequency, um, is it worth investing in some, some golf lessons? Uh, or do I just need to go to the driving range a little more? Uh, let me know what you think. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. Love you. Bye. Man, just a shot at Will. I don't know why I had to come at Will like that. Yeah. Will's, Will's not bad. Yeah, Will's talking? not bad. Unless he's referring to the time that Will first golfed with my dad for the first time. Oh, yeah. And he played horribly. Will, Dave, and I are, are pretty I much like on the same level. I feel like y'all are pretty level. equal. We, we, all, we all win our fair share. Yeah, it's not. It's never unfair when we go play. Did either of y'all take golf lessons when you were older? Yes. Um, I've taken like two golf lessons in my life, and I was pretty young when I did it. Dave? I was Yeah. Oh, for sure. I feel like that's a normal thing to do if you aren't already good at golf. Like, definitely. Because otherwise, what are? How do you yeah. know what and you're this, doing besides it, just like swinging? At it's something? very. There's very few people who can just pick up a club and go learn the game on their own because it's such a. It's such a. Especially a soccer player. Like if he had said he's a tennis player or like something like a racket sport where it has like a similar motion, it's like yeah. oh, you might be able to pick that up naturally. But look, swinging a golf club is like you said, it's pretty unnatural to almost everybody. So I would say go get one le- if you're brand new to golf as an adult. I would say go get one lesson, and they'll be- they'll tell you like the obvious things that you need to do. They're not gonna fine tune your swing. You're just obviously you're not there yet. Go get one lesson, and they'll be like, okay, you need to do this and this, and then just go to the range like a, just spend hours at the range. Um, it's about repetition. You need to you need to learn like your body needs to learn that motion, and you'll start to make better contact with the ball and all that. Um, but I don't think you need to go through like an extensive, you know. But maybe a basic series of lessons. Yeah, that's course. what I'm saying. Well, maybe like a like a couple lessons to like. Okay, you, you say, know, okay. But swinging, most cutting. importantly, you just need you need to get out there, and it's all about repetition. You need to take a, a ton of swings. Right, but I think it's valuable to have someone tell you the correct way to do it. Well, of course. Yeah. Let me um tell you this: we're in the golden age of information. If and I I still do this. You go on YouTube. There's so many people and it's on Instagram, Instagram accounts. I'll, I'll give you some to follow um, that they give like beginner tips and they give like, you know, advanced tips and it's all free. You get most of it's free. Some of them have like subscriber stuff like, but go look at that and also work on your chipping and putting your short game stuff like more than anything. Cause that's like a great way to at least be competent in golf. Like even if you, you know, you're new to the game, if you could, if you have a short game, you can at least have fun and score a little bit. And, and, um, I think generally people say, learn, if you don't know how to putt and chip, like don't learn the other stuff. Like it's, it starts there. Then you work your way out to like hitting a driver. Yeah. But, um, look into it on your own, like the videos and stuff, and then invest in like a three or five package of, uh, of lessons, you know, ask around, there's pros. There's a lot of pros out there. Some are better with beginners than others. You know, you get a lot that 
they probably would rather work with somebody more advanced in their career, their golf game, than somebody who's just picking up a club for the first time. Yeah, and don't fall in love with hitting a driver because um, it's a really hard thing to do, although it's like a lot of fun to hit on the range. I love pulling pipe. Love pulling pipe, but don't 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 fall in love with it because it, it's it's for am- most amateurs shouldn't even hit a driver actually. Yeah, so I remember they. First, my dad wouldn't let me hit my driver. It was always three wood. Yeah, when you first when you're first learning golf, um, I think like you said, start from the short game and then get longer. Um, that's a good way to to approach it. I think. Yeah, and you're young. Short iron. This dude's in college, right? Yeah, he said he played college. And soccer. he's he's playing soccer. He's probably competitive. He's an athlete. He's probably going to pick it up pretty quick. Should I take golf lessons? Do you like do it? Do you like golf? Uh, like the I idea think. of golf. I like the idea of golf. Yeah. Here's the here's the problem. I think my dad would love it, and maybe Will. You Actually, Will would probably hate it. Get your dad to fund it, Doc. Yeah. If you're listening, Doc. Doc. I will say, Doc picked up golf late in life, and he's the type now. Like he's gonna be retired soon. Like he has the money to spend, so he like f- went full throttle. Like lessons, you know, all the like golf equipment that you can like. He has this thing. I remember one time at our house that like you attach to your hips and then you have to like pull and it helps you like uh-huh. with your swing speed or something. I don't know. Love that. He's got gadgets. He's got, the tin He's cup got range finders. He's got good like yeah. custom golf clubs because he can spend the money on it. You know, like he's... He's got no kids in the house anymore. It's an expensive hobby. It's an expensive hobby. Part of me is like, I should learn because, you know, it'd be fun to know how to golf and like go out and golf. But then I'm like, who is going to golf with me? Maybe I should throw all or pour all that energy. Into you tennis. and Alyssa can go play. Look, the learning curve um, is not very steep. And like, it takes a while to get comfortable on a golf course and like be able just to be able to get around the course without like. I think I might out. go. I think I might throw myself back into tennis. I'm not trying to discourage you from it. I'm just saying, if you do decide to take lessons or, or get into the game, um, well, we all be, know I'm banned from ever going to golf with Will again after because you did a beer a hole, a beer a hole because yeah. you got annihilated on the golf course. Yeah, man, that was uh, <laughs> watching that. Yeah, that maybe if y'all get a certain amount of subscribers, I'll put that video on Patreon. Oh shit. Just gonna be like the Dylan Cat thing where it's well, never I heard happened. the cat name is coming out. Yeah, coming is. out for yeah tomorrow. No, yeah tomorrow. Did y'all do that for for a certain reason? Like, did y'all hit a certain number? Um, I'm honestly just tired of people being like, "Hey, when's when are you gonna drop?" Well, the you name? were supposed to do it at three thousand. No, was I like wasn't. I never though. agreed to that. Yes, you did. Dave and Will said it, and I was like, "Yeah, let's do five, two thirds." And everyone just heard three, two thirds majority. How many do y'all have right now? Uh, we just eclipsed four K, big. Okay, ten thousand. I'll drop the video. <laughs> oh, come <laughs> on. Okay. It's a great video. It could affect my future career being out on the internet, so like I will drop it at 10K. If I know our patrons like I think I do, they will keep that to themselves. They, they don't share that um, premium information with anybody, the That's premium true. content. Hey, yeah. trustworthy. Hey, golf question guy. Follow my dude on Instagram, Mike Berry Golf, M I K E B U R Y Golf. He's a swing tips. He was the, uh, he was at the, the Callaway launch event. He's the Australian dude. He's the director of instruction at Las Colinas Country Club. Oh, cool. And he's just got a good Instagram, and he, he has a lot of, like, little drills and tips you can do. He's a nice dude. Dallas guy. Good by way of Australia. Baby. You know, he, he's down to, to crack a few fosters as down well. Under. Yeah. Let's do a email. Hey, kings and queen. I'm 21 and in, in college, and I'm in the dating game like most single people are. I'm using dating apps and talking to some cool women. 
Note, I said women, not girls. Okay. I have dates set up within the next week with women aged 33, 40, and 44. Tell me straight up, is this weird? I've already met two of these women in person, and they're pretty cool. Plus, they're straight up MILFs. I don't see anything long-term happening. Just some casual dating and fun. I'd love some honesty getting sent my way. Thanks, gang. Love ya. Okay. Um, you are free to do whatever you want as a, as long as you find a consenting partner. That's great. Um, you asked, is this weird? The answer is yes. You're 21. You're in college <laughs> surrounded by college girls, and you're going after a 44-year-old woman. She might be fantastic. She might be gorgeous, all that stuff. Um, but yes, that's weird. She's more than twice your age. What do you think? I don't know. I kind of don't hate this. I don't hate it, but he's asking if it's weird. People are going to think it's weird. It's definitely weird. Like if I knew you in college and I was like, oh, that guy's cute. And then I found out that you went out with a bunch of 40 year olds. I'd be like, that's kind of weird. You but, know? It wouldn't, but it wouldn't uh, discourage you from No, it would probably discourage it? me because I'm okay. like, okay, he's hooked up with a 40-year-old. Then it's weird. weird. I knew some weird dudes in college. I knew, I knew I, I, there was occasionally a guy who'd be like, yeah, I hooked up with an older lady from the bar. Nobody that actually dated a woman that old, right. though. Never. It's different, like, hooking up, like, meeting a, a, an older woman at a bar. That's not weird. And hooking up with her a couple of times. That's not that crazy. But if he's, like, actually going on dates and he's, like... I mean, you got to assume, he said 44, like his mom could be close to that age. He has dates lined up with a 33-year-old, a 40-year-old, and a 44-year-old. Uh, the 33, that's a 12-year difference. That's not crazy. You Okay, here here's an argument. You could almost argue that it's weirder for the 33-year-old to go out with the 21-year-old than a 44-year-old. Wait, How? Because like a forty four year old's like having a little midlife crisis, like oh I'm gonna get some young wanting to feel like ass. like a milf, like a thirty three year old our age. Like if you found out that our friend was dating a twenty one year old, you'd be like, the fuck, yeah, okay. you know what I'm saying? Uh, I know oh, what Dylan. you're saying. I don't necessarily agree with you. Don't do okay. that. Okay, I'm, t- I'm talking about if you found out that I well, if if I was dating a twenty one year old right now, and that's only a nine year age difference, it'd be a like, why are you toy. dating a college kid versus like you know there's moms who go through that they're like we're i'm gonna date the fucking lawnmower dude you're showing up at like fight out formal yeah dylan might know some of those people too. Yeah, <laughs> come on dylan's part of a club um, that's just like dylan and all these milfs and it's just like how to date college kids <laughs> it's interesting to me that this dude who's 21 and in college is um attracted to did he like set old? his because can't you set your tinder or whatever so to like have the age. age range. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask him. Do this. you understand what I'm saying about the 33 year old versus the 44 year old? Yeah, I know. I, I get that the age difference. I get what you're saying. Absolutely. But like, I almost feel like the 33 year old's like, dude, you got to date 21 year olds. Where plus the, the 44 year old is probably a little bit more desperate and probably divorced. That's my next and question. Probably divorced. Kind of, uh, what kind of wealth are we looking at here? Just a potential, uh, Sugar situation? What do you call it? The sugar mama? Sugar mama, sugar mama, sure. I think it's a sugar mama. And a sugar baby is the, the other one? Oh. They I used think, to call I you sugar, sugar baby. baby. Well, I guess that it can apply to guys. Isn't a sugar baby when a girl dates like yeah, a sugar baby? Yeah, I don't daddy? know if there's a male term for it or not. Here's the weird part, though. You can't be dating these moms and be 
like going on multiple dates with them if they've got kids that are near your age. Just don't do it. Oh, yeah. Don't do it. No. What if what if one of them has like a 17-year-old kid and she sees you and then this is like she's scarred for life? You know? Yeah, I don't know. That's don't a know. risk you take. I mean, 44. I'm kind of just dumbfounded over here. I don't know. This is just, it's just weird. When I read this, like on the, whatever it's called, the run sheet, I was like, hell yeah, dude, get some. And now I'm like, I don't know how I feel about it anymore. I mean, if, if that's what you want to do, it's your life, what you do behind closed doors. That's true. what I'm saying. Like, I, if you want to go do this, go for it. Like, if it makes you happy, then you should do it. Exactly. But you're as, he's straight up asking, is this weird? The answer is yes. Yes. People and think like, this is weird. Your friends may, like, pat you on the back and think it's cool. Girls are going to think it's weird. Girls your age are going to think it's weird. Yeah. You know what's not weird? Blowfish. <laughs> not being hungover. How dope is that? You're the, you're the most seamless... Nobody Bad reader in the game. Nobody. No one else that. is doing it like that. I hate being hungover. I really do. Who if doesn't I have, hate it being hungover? Uh, well, Dylan for like eight years, like when oh, he I've never claimed been he'd never had a hangover, but maybe he was just taking blowfish the whole time, guys. Yeah, what the hell? Conspiracy maybe maybe I was popping. I was popping blowfish the whole time. It's the best. You take it in the morning. It's the only hangover remedy that's recognized as effective by the. FDA ever heard of it? Let's see Federal Drug Administration, David. That's right. It's an agency. Yes. That's a is that's it agency a, or administration. I think it's both. Yeah, it can be both. And her, no one really knows. Yeah, and it doesn't matter. No one knows. All you need is that stamp of approval, and they've got it. You drop two tablets in water, and you drink when the fizzing stops. If you don't feel better in fifteen minutes or so, they'll give you your money back with our discount. It kind of it's like a buck a hangover. One dollar, a no brainer. I know everybody has friends. I had friends who introduced me to this a long time ago, and it works. We had a, uh, I went to a bachelor party in Nashville a couple months ago. Yeah, we remember that. And the the best man who organized it, he had like little party packs for everybody. And Blowfish was in there. So we all took him um, after going out the night before. Stuff actually works. Yeah, I will be toting the Blowfish with me to Mexico when we go for Lily's wedding. Tote the shit out of it. Yeah. Do it. Because you, you can't be like partying on Thursday and Friday and then expect to look good at a wedding on Saturday. Like you got to be taking blowfish to keep your party vibes alive. Right now, they're offering our listeners 20% off at fourhangovers.com slash mail-in. Again, that's not blowfish.com. That, that's a, that'll take you somewhere else. You got to go to fourhangovers.com slash mail-in. F-O-R hangovers. Get 20% off your first order of blowfish at fourhangovers.com. Dot com slash mailing. Yeah, that's F O R hangovers. Four hangovers dot com slash mailing. Damn. Bye bye hangovers. Boom. Uh, let's do an email. One more. We've got a couple more. We have two more Dave. Dorn Sally and Crime Dog. I'm in love with my best friend's sister. Oh. For about <laughs> 10 years now, I've been an honorary member of their family. I've always had a crush on her, and we've been flirtatious with each other in the past. Only recently have I realized I might actually be in love. That being said, I'm going on a week-long beach vacation with their family next week, and we'll all have our own bedrooms. There will be lots of booze and lots of skin, which is prime conditions for your boy. All right, take it easy, guy. (laughs) This is where I need some help. Do I try to make something happen? Am I a huge shitbag for even wanting something to happen? I believe the move is to keep suffering in silence, but I'd like some other takes. Um, okay. You need to make your move at some point. Um, but don't do it on this vacation, I would say. Um, 
since he said lots of skin, I'm assuming it's a beach vacation. And of course, because of the time of year, it's probably at the beach somewhere. He did say beach vacation. Yeah. Didn't he? Oh, did he? Okay. Maybe he did. Plus the skin thing. Is yeah. well. Oh, he did say beach vacation. Okay. Um, this is a this is a good time to maybe be like, hey, do you want to go for a walk on the beach like late at night, and you know maybe you're drinking wine or something. That's cool, but don't try to hook up with her when her parents, parents are, there. are sleeping forty feet away. That's not cool. If you get caught, it's gonna derail all. It's gonna derail everything. Yeah, you don't want to be a source of drama. Stay off the parents' radar. Stay off your buddy's radar. But feel her out, and maybe like like I said, go bring a blanket out to the beach. Go have a, a nice conversation out there. Maybe you kiss her a little bit. I don't know. But don't bring it back to the bedroom. Here's some information we don't know. Is this an older sister? We need I, an age difference. I was going to ask. I feel like it's probably a younger sister. See, that's a little That's a little bit more dicey. Okay, here's my thoughts on this. Because you don't want to look like you're preying on the younger. Okay, should he talk to his friend first? Like, I have these feelings for your sister, and I want your blessing on exploring them. Is that the move? Yes, but not on this trip either. So this is Definitely what he does on, on this trip. trip. You don't suffer, but you like contain. You maintain the relationship. You flirt, whatever. You may be like y'all are on a vacation together, so like talk to her normally and also flirt, but like have some deep conversations because you're on vacation. Like have some wine together while your friend is even there. Just like show her that you can be like a cool dude who's like. Worth pursuing. And then when you get back, maybe admit to your friend that you have a crush on her, his sister. Yeah. And then ask her out. I like that move. Okay. So on vacation, everyone feels like a little frisky and then like mm-hmm. it's exciting and you, this is like the time to maybe explore someone you, like this, but. Right. But you also don't want to come off as like, you don't want to start a relationship with somebody that you po- like think you're in love with that they think that was a vacation fling only. Yes. Use this as your time to feel out the situation. Right. Feel it out. Um, and if you get, if you are getting good signs back, I think what you said is perfect. Then you go back home after the trip, go to your buddy and be like, I have to tell you something. I think I like your sister and I want to see if she likes me too. Are you okay with this? Yeah. Then go for it. Would you be cool? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have. Definitely depends on the friend. Um, but it, it sounds like this guy is his best friend. Like. I mean, yeah, if he's a family, if he's like an honorary family member, like everybody knows they've got friends like, like that. Well, they can, part of me is like, this feels like a rom com to me, and part of me is like, does is the rest of the family in on this? They like secretly want them to get it together, because sometimes I just feel like it's so obvious. You're like these people, yeah. freaking love each other. What if she brings the move on him? That's what I think could possibly happen. If she brings the move on him, again, I agree with Dylan. You can't do more than kiss. You're near the parents. You don't want to like have any uh-uh. sort of drama where there's like. People sleeping over each other's beds. You don't want that. Like, if she brings the move on him and they kiss, cool, whatever. But I would honestly, I would try to not do anything physical so that it is really clear that, like, you actually like her and don't want this to just be a vacation fling. What if he gets, like, a little a little tap on the door at 1230 after everyone's asleep? Okay, this space, this sounds hey. like Wedding Crashers. Yeah, I was just <laughs> saying, this is Wedding Crashers. Uh, yeah. That could happen. Wow. 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 Hey, you want to go for a bike ride on the beach? <laughs> <laughs> you just, you can't make a move this trip, but I do think this is a great opportunity to like feel it out. Even like have some serious conversations with her because y'all are around each other. Like put the heavy out. flirt on. Heavy flirt. 
pretend it's a, your own bachelor date and people are, the parents are cameramen, you know, just don't do anything stupid that you wouldn't do in front of a camera, which I guess on the bachelor people just do whatever the fuck they want on in front of a camera. So who knows? Dude, you should definitely go hard as fuck on this trip. Like <laughs> wild the fuck out because if she can't handle you at your worst. She doesn't deserve you at your best. That is terrible advice. Do not black out in front of just her fucking parents. Go baby. And if he's, if he's close enough to this family that he's getting invited on a, on a vacation, um, it's the kind of situation where, like, the family would love for you to be a part of it, as, like, as in dating her. But, like, do the parents want you dating their daughter? But if things go south, it's going to ruin the whole dynamic, and you you have to, like, yeah. stop hanging Don't out. Don't ruin the, the vacation. Altogether. Don't ruin the vacation, and um, if you do, wait till at least the last night. God, I'm really rooting for this dude. I, I am, too. I want this to, to happen. If, if, if it happens, please let us, us know. Give us a post-vacation update, please. Yes, we, we got to know. Me. No big moves on the trip, but a ton of soft. Oh, moves. dude, this this guy ton of soft moves, no big moves. Oh, this guy emailed me. He's just like twenty four. The sister is a senior in high school. Shut up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, one more, one more. If Greek actually, the sister is a forty four year old woman. <laughs> See, I would I would love to know the older sister dynamic because that's that's why I was when when you asked me if I would let this happen. I have two older sisters. Yeah, this never came up. I didn't have a friend that was like, "Hey, I'm into your sister. Uh, what do you think?" So it never came up. Um. And so I don't know. I, I don't know. I've never had to think about it. I don't know. Stay away from his 44 year old sister, please. Yeah, don't okay. go after the old sister. <laughs> the married sister. All right. One more. If Greek life is still around when the homie comes of age, what will your advice besides how to sneak into the Zeta house <laughs> be to him based on your firsthand experience, as well as working at TFM? That being said, what would your reaction to seeing the homie appear on the TFM feed while scrolling through your social be. Keep up the great work. Oh, boy. Um, I've been asked this before, and I've thought about it a little bit, but not a ton. Um, I would discourage him probably from, not probably, I would discourage him from joining Greek life. Really? Yes. Um, I wouldn't straight up say you can't do it, but I would I would discourage it. Um. They're just seedy and um, sketchy, and people getting a lot of tr- people can get in trouble mm-hmm. just being associated with them. Um, they're fun as hell. Like, look when I when I went to Texas State, I didn't know a single soul except for I knew Ryan Young, who's a guy who who's a co-founder of Grand X. I I knew Ryan kind of. He was a friend of a friend. He's the only soul that I knew on campus, and he introduced me to a ton of people via the fraternity. So it was great. Um, I had I left school there with more friends than I could count, and that was great. Um, but some people just get so caught up in the fraternity life, and they do stupid shit. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I if my daughters or son want to sons whatever I have want to be part of a fraternity or sorority, I'm not going to discourage it. I also, on that note, like no. You know, I was a coyote. There are like crazy moms who are like, you have to be this. I'm kind of like, eh, I loved coyote, but it's different wherever you go. So like if my daughters were going to rush a sorority, I'd be like, do what you feel like you fit in with and I'll help you out if you want to be a coyote. But like, I, I do feel like it's Greek life has changed a lot since we have been there. And, um, I get what you're saying about like, 
fraternities <laughs> getting in trouble and like just being associated with some bad things. But gonna, I don't think that it's like that everywhere. He's going to have opportunities to get into some sketchy shit. He just is. I mean, I I agree Drugs about the fraternity and, thing, dude. That's but that's co- I know it's call every college student comes across that stuff, but it's it's highly concentrated at fratern at, in fraternity houses and at their parties. It really is. Yeah, and it's hard. It's hard. Um, I was talking about this the other day with somebody. It's like, how do you parent your child to try to make them avoid doing what you did in college, which was definitely some sketchy, stupid things. Yeah. But also know at the same time that like you are the person that you are because you experience those things. Yeah. That's difficult. Like, I don't know. I don't I, know what the right answer is. I'm saying is. what I'm saying, but at the same time, when I, I, I didn't really do anything sketchy in college. Like I was, I was kind of a prude actually. I didn't, I didn't like hook up with, with people. I had a, a girlfriend at the time, but um, I, I wasn't like, I didn't do drugs. I just drank a lot of beer and, yeah. and smoked pot like maybe three times and that was it. And I, you know, I went to the parties and stuff and I just drank beer and then crashed in my apartment and that was that. Yeah. So people are, there are a ton of responsible people who are in Greek life. I get that. I don't know what Greek life will look like in, when the homie goes to college. It may be completely done for. Yeah. So that's kind of the way it's trending. But I also, I, I can see to me, I'm like, don't be the person who's like making news for having racist comments and doing stupid things like butt chugging or and whatever. And that's the thing. Like if, if you're in a, hey, if you're in a fraternity, we're that, pro butt chugging. Pod. If you're in a fraternity that does something stupid like that, you don't even have to participate in it yet. You're associated with these idiots. Yeah. But and I it, feel like you can kind of figure that out. Like, I feel like in Texas, there was definitely fraternities that were like not morally sound that people like knew that that was like their kind of MO, you know? Dave, oh, yeah. do, you have, do you have a take on this? If, let's let's assume you have a little Dave Jr. Yeah, well, if Dave Jr., it just depends. Is, is he going to be, be able to balance being like a student athlete playing football <laughs> with fraternity life? And I sure. just don't know if he can do that. Sure. Maybe he'll get like the, the Eli Manning, like the honorary like bid and like, you know, he doesn't have to actually like go to anything. Uh, yeah. I don't think Greek life's going to be around. And if it is, um, let's say 18 years from now or 20 years from now, it's going to be real toned. It's going to look a lot different. It might be co-ed. It's going to be, it's going to be very much co- uh, toned down. Yeah. Yeah. So true. If he was, if I had a son right now, it depends. A lot of it depends on the school school. What fraternity and what his plan and what he wants to do, what honestly. his other friends are doing for I, sure. Like there, Harry had friends where I'm like, okay, I trust that guy, so like you can hang out with that guy. But I think this guy is a shithead, so like get away from him. You know? Yeah. I just I'm I'm just thinking back to the people that I knew in my fraternity that I got relatively close to, and um, I I just I wouldn't want Parks hanging out with them. I don't like that. That's I know it's I not mean, very nice to say. I'm not gonna. Yeah, names or anything, but I wouldn't want him being around those kind of characters. It's weird looking back on it now. It at is thirty, and it seemed pretty normal when you're like in it. Yeah, because every it's just all around you. I don't know if I if somebody asked me would I do it again, I would definitely say yes. But I also I had a really good experience, and I, I sororities are a totally different thing. Fraternities, fraternities are their own beast. Like I think sororities like. Just want to love you and like. Yeah, sororities are different. I, I would cookies. I wouldn't has I wouldn't try to discourage my daughter from joining a sorority if they were like they are now. But I also think like 
you always run a little bit of a risk when you join an organization of people, depending on what their reputation and like personality and morals are and all of that. So I think that that's a little bit harder today than it was 10 years ago when we were all part of it. Mm-hmm. The second part of his question, he said, what would your reaction be to seeing the homie appear on a TFM feed while scrolling through your social? I guess it would depend on what he was doing and said video or picture. I don't know. He was doing a bottle rocket out of his butt. I would be like, dude, what, you're such an idiot. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? A bottle rocket out of his butt, dad. People do stupid shit just, just to go viral. It's I so think ridiculous. that, yeah, I think you're going to be, I mean, like that shit, people aren't going to be doing it as much then. I think, I think, I think people are going to see like the effects of that kind of behavior and yeah. we'll see a little, maybe in like 10 years, people will be like, ah, I should probably tone it down. And look, a lot of this is on me to just raise him the right way. Right. I mean, if, if, I raise a good kid who's responsible and has a good head on his shoulders. I shouldn't have to worry about putting him in an environment like that. But um, I would still rather him not, you know, and make his own way in college. And I don't know. Yeah. A lot of this depends on, like, I hope he just doesn't have a trash gut biome like his dad. Yeah, that's that's also a really big part of it. That was a good question. I enjoyed that one. Tyler, do you have any bonus questions before we wrap this thing up? I do have a bonus question. All right, we're ready for it. Okay. Um. Okay, because of the recent Area 51 madness. Yes, we're going. Is that the question? Here is the question. Um, If aliens were to show up on Earth, we don't know what their, um, you know, motives are. Would you rather they be robots? Aliens being like any form of extraterrestrial life. Would you rather them be robots or like aliens like you see in the movies? Robots from another planet? From another planet or something that we don't recognize as like something we created. Like Transformers shit. Oh, I would Aliens rather, I'd rather them being robots. like living organisms. Than right. So that, the question was organisms or robots. Yeah. Give me like little guys walking around that have like eyes and mm-hmm. hands and feet and stuff. Why? Just because they're cooler? Just because I, be, I would be less freaked out, I think, by that. Because I would think if, if they're able to send robots to our planet and live here. Something's that's that's an advanced society that they're coming from, and they are smarter than us because we can't do that. We haven't sent like robots one to live on other though, planets. That if you got from one planet to like a totally different solar system, you'd be, have to be pretty smart, even if you were like a little dude with like your giant green eyes and like. Oh, true, sure. true. But to create um, robots. robots to to come here in their place. Well, maybe it's artificial intelligence that's just like could have really created advanced. themselves. Yeah, they. They're self-aware what now. Prompted, what prompted this question? What? What? How did your brain go there? I uh, looked up some would you rather's beforehand. And oh, this really? was one, okay. and I was like laughing. the The whole point, I think, to me is like, which one's going to be less dangerous to us? Like, which one can we defeat easier? Yeah, and and to me, de- robots are scary. Like, and it depends what the aliens uh, they what they look like and how strong. Like, have and you big seen Westworld? Like, robots like. I would I would be hesitant to to trust these creatures. Like, yeah. wh- why? What do y'all want with us? Why are you here? But I feel like you could you like just want to chill with us, or it would be you want to take over this place. It would be easier to overtake slash kill living organisms than it would be to like outsmart maybe. a robot. Maybe, maybe not. Do y'all ever worry that like robots are going to become self aware and then we're going to like be royally screwed? I let other people yeah. worry about that. People who are a lot smarter. I really than me. never think about this because I, I feel like it. who cares? But sometimes when I'm watching Westworld, I'm like, oh no, this could get bad, you guys. Yeah, it yeah, 
I mean, or iRobot, my are, favorite movie. There I'm are some kidding. really smart people who are like, yeah, it's going to happen. Like they're going to take over um, because there's, they are going to start thinking for themselves and their brain power, lack of a better term, you know is who's much greater cause than ours. All this, like the robots that start thinking for themselves, Russia, probably. Yeah, they're going to fuck it all up. Dave, any takes on Russia? <laughs> Uh, I got many. Since you run that place. <laughs> oh, Since yeah. you run Russia. Hey, I think I would rather deal with the um, the tiny, the men, the tiny, you know, the humanoid looking one. Uh-huh. Because I feel like if it looks like that, it could be some highly advanced, like highly evolved thousands of years from now. Species. Humans, okay. Like us. That's a good so way of So if it, at it is evolved like that and has a technology maybe it's it's it doesn't have like the primitive urges we have of like you know taking over and war and all that so maybe it's less likely maybe to it's be a threatening peaceful yeah maybe it genderless sells how cure cancer yes things like that exactly so and we're just gonna kill one of them and dissect it and see what happens i feel like the robot the robot's always gonna have like you know Bad intentions. Here's a hi- hypothetical. Yeah, what? When have you ever like heard of a nice robot story? Yeah, yeah. Besides Wally. Hypothetical. Um, breaking news: There, an an alien, a UFO has landed in um, Ohio, and there are aliens inside. Um, your initial reaction is what? Are you excited to see what's going terrified. on? Are you scared? I'm, I'm terrified. Mine is why the fuck would they go to Ohio? What a, <laughs> they're gonna hate us. <laughs> this place sucks. They, they, we were mounting a defense, and then they landed in Ohio, and they're like, "Yeah, never mind." We're I gonna- would be cautiously excited. I'd be like, "Okay, let's see what this is all about." What are Let they me just look say like? this: there is no freaking way that our defense system in the United States would ever let a UFO land without like destroying the they, shit out. They of They have a, a stealth UFO. They just in the middle of the night yeah, they I don't slide think there's in. Anything we could do. And we we wake up one morning and they're just in the middle of a cornfield somewhere. Bob Are Lazar. you talking about the movie Signs? Also, what state did Signs take place in? Was I'm it not, I'm not I'm not Signs did not cross my mind. I, was it Nebraska? Iowa or Nebraska. It was it was cornfields, right? It was cornfields. I would be cautiously excited. It was certainly um Make things interesting. Yeah. <laughs> this pod, this pod circling back would be interesting. Um, yeah, that would be really weird. But the problem is, I mean, like, they're. Dude, Trump, Trump would be techno. all over it. Oh, my God. He'd be no, like. Trump would blow that shit up, though. Like, he would be so excited. I don't think so. I think, I think he would blow it up. He'd be like, oh, they chose America. Uh, guess where science takes place. And this, I thought this in my Ohio? head. And then we. Is it like Illinois? Pennsylvania. Mm. I knew it. I don't know why I knew that. What? Why? Yeah, I don't know. Do they have corn there? Who knows? Nobody cares. Nobody knows. No way to find but out. But in my either. head, I was like, I think it's Pennsylvania. And then it was. It was. I, was like, I enjoyed that movie. I can say that. Out of all the M. Night Shyamalan movies, I feel like I was have... very terrified of it when I first was going to watch it. And then I was like, yeah, I can do this. This is pretty unrealistic. Hey, what's the documentary about the guy, Bob Lazar? Yeah. Look up Bob Lazar. He's seen some shit. Look right? it up. Or just listen to the Rogan. Do you believe in aliens? I, I believe that there are living organisms on other planets. I don't I don't think they look like little green guys with big eyes. Like I think if we're talking living organisms on other planets, like bacteria type situation. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 that, I agree. That exists. Um, but I don't think that they're like these smart beings that are capable. No, of I think they're nothing more than like a running a society slug. Yeah. If that. Yeah. That's where I come out to. 
Dave? Yeah, I, I do actually. You think they're aliens? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, you know, it's, it'd be weird if they didn't look like what we, what everybody thinks they look like. Cause like somebody had to come up with that shit. What if there's just another planet that exists that's just all full of doppelgangers and there's just like another day? Okay. What about the multiverse? <laughs> that's some black mirror okay, shit. Okay, we're like going full tilt. Like, Are we high? Are we all high right now? <laughs> I don't know, but I kind of want to go eat pizza. So string, so let's wrap string this up. theory. Guys, I had, this was a fun episode for me. I had yeah, fun. Sally making it weird. What about y'all? <laughs> Did y'all have fun too? I yeah, had a great I had time. a lot of fun. Now I'm freaked out. It started with Dave's seamless ad reads and then we went to Alien Talk and yeah. the homie joined in a fraternity. It's it got good real. Stuff. It got real, real. Again, I'll remind you, the hotline number, 888-362-6245. We're, we've been light on voicemails lately. Please fill up the hotline. We need them. Um, of course, you can also write in. There's a link in the Twitter bio, at Mailin Podcast. Ask some more, like, fun to talk about questions. There it is. Not saying that your questions aren't good, but, like, ask us a would you rather. Ask us about alien hypotheticals. Ask us a hypothetical. Ask me what our favorite whatever is. I Okay. You would crush that question. What's your favorite whatever? The whatever. Okay. All right, guys. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Okay, bye.